All right, Jake. True Patriot Podcast, episode 22. How's it going, man? It's a going. It's a going. What a week. Um, busy week. Oh. But, uh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, it's not always a bad thing, right? No, no. Busy's good. Yep. Uh, what were you uh, up to this week, weekend? Well, uh, Gary started his basketball career this week. Um, oh. He had his first, first ever basketball game. And um, I know that might sound cocky and it might sound, um, <laughs> you know, maybe it's just because he's my kid, but uh, I'm pretty sure we're headed to the NBA. He's, uh, yeah, he's a, I'm pretty he's sure. Stud. <laughs> <laughs> no, he actually is. I, I've seen Gary just screwing around in the backyard and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's six. He's six. Yeah. And he's out there draining buckets. I'm sure. Yep. He had eight points, so not bad. Lead the team. So, lead, led the team. Yeah. Oh yeah. Naturally, so, naturally, naturally. Falling in his, <laughs> right in his father's footsteps. <laughs> I don't know about all, about all that, but uh, <laughs> glad I'm glad that he enjoys it, and I'm glad that uh, it's working out for him so far. So yeah. So how often will he play? Just once a week. They do a, a practice and then a game right afterwards. So yeah. So just one practice a week. Yeah. And then it's game time. <laughs> and then it's game time. Yep. <laughs> that's that's they, wild. <laughs> they they split they split the practice. Uh, you know, they split the court up. One team practices on one end, the other team practices on the other end, and then they and play each like, other. <laughs> all right, it's time to play, y'all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's much. funny. So it did they win? Watching. Did you say if they won? They Not did the... win. Yeah, they did. Right, win. There you go. MVP. Um, it, it is hilarious watching these kids just like pick the ball up and run without dribbling it. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny. Uh, the, Gary, oh, I saw. Gary, uh, he'll dribble it, but whenever he does, you know, his crossover, he like picks it up and changes direction, and then starts dribbling again. I saw <laughs> um, your wife posted a video of him, and mm-hmm. uh, I saw a double dribble there. I yeah. Like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> they drained the but, bucket, though. Yeah. yeah. Count it. <laughs> that, I wonder how much it pays to be a, a youth league. <laughs> ref just like anything goes I think they're volunteers I think they're volunteers <laughs> <laughs> Come on I figure that's big money Well maybe if I start paying the refs myself then we'll get all the calls Yeah <laughs> just bribe the refs in my son's 6-year-old basketball league <laughs> <laughs> Well what's interesting is you know our kids are getting older then you get thrown it's like you regress back into high school you're like right back into all that school life stuff and you know you're seeing all those old people from your past you haven't seen in like 10 years Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's like oh hey everybody's everybody's back (laughs) (laughs) we're back yeah Yeah. um how about you what'd you get into this weekend um busy week um like a it was a little bit wet rainy so Mm -hmm. we were working through that at work and um yeah this weekend we ended up going to the mall my wife and i dropped the kids off they stayed a night there and we went up to easton uh which was fun our big mall have you been up there lately uh yeah a couple times they've like like 20 um, it's like 20 minutes from my house yeah well they've like added that whole section is like new like there's like six more restaurants and there's that pins, the the mm-hmm. arcade place, and mm-hmm. I don't know. We had a lot of fun, and we got a hotel yeah. and stayed up there. Watched the uh, – I didn't really watch the first NFL game, yeah. which I'm glad I didn't, it looks like. But then we were watching the Jags game while we were at this this pins, this bowling arcade mm-hmm. adult it's yeah. it's really catered to our generation. Like It is, yeah. See. They got all the <laughs> arcade games, and then all the – Fun activities, <laughs> like mm-hmm. I don't know that that place is a and blast, plenty, and plenty of beer, all beer, <laughs> all, all alcohol, no food. Jess was yep. wanting uh, to get some food, <laughs> and there was none available. <laughs> um, oh. yeah, so we went there and we were watching the Jags game, and that first half was awful for the Jags, and it was really yeah. awful because I had some of my free money. 
<laughs> on the Jags, and I was like, Same. "Well, that was that was the dumbest thing I could ever have done." Like, you feel like such an idiot in the first half. <laughs> You're like, they've turned the ball over five times, and they're losing <laughs> twenty-seven was, to nothing. Is that what? What was the score at the end of the first half? It was twenty-seven nothing. Are you serious? <laughs> yes. I can't believe they came back and won like that. I know. Then I, I was like keeping my eye. I, like I, I pretty much threw in the towel mentally on like, oh, well, that money's gone. But then yeah. I'm like, I kept watching. I was like, We're well, <laughs> I really, I'm really gonna give up. I don't ever give up on a team till it's like actually impossible for them to win. Yeah, everything went right for them. <laughs> yeah, gosh, they didn't give up. Yeah, that so that's awesome. That money you won, it was free money. But now it's definitely it's free free money because you should have lost it. You already kissed it goodbye. And now yeah. it's back. <laughs> I got like fifty dollars of free money after that. Yeah, after they won. But I'm gonna I'm gonna gamble it away. There's there's no oh, yeah. Today. There's, abso- <laughs> there's absolutely no part of me that's not going to bet on these <laughs> next games today and tomorrow. <laughs> I'm falling into the trap. They got you right where they want you. Nah, the right where they want me. I think I put twenty dollars in, and they're gonna, they're by by God, they're gonna get it. <laughs> they already know. <laughs> they already know. And I, it'll be time to move on to the next <laughs> next the platform. Next I, I've already <laughs> I've already crapped on uh, Fanduel and DraftKings. Those accounts are dead. I I think I put ten dollars <laughs> in each of them. Yeah, gambled it all away, and now I'm on to <clears throat> I'm on to Bet MGM. Yeah, no. I cashed. I cashed out my MGM. Yeah, it's my uh, least favorite interface. It's, yeah, it's it's not very user friendly. So I was just like, <laughs> whatever. I'm taking my money out of here. And then I, I'm actually still on FanDuel and DraftKings and doing pretty well. So I'm going to keep it going. That's probably what I should do. I should probably cash out of MGM and throw it back into. Which one do you yeah. like better, FanDuel or DraftKings? Uh, they're kind of, they're similar to me. I like FanDuel a little bit better, but. I think uh, I liked FanDuel, uh, goal, FanDuel, but I lost my yeah. money there first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I did like it. <laughs> it is, it is a good app. So yeah, they make it easy. They they have some nice boosts every once in a while. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They need to do some more of that. They were like giving out extra free money more than anybody. They really yeah. wanted your attention. Yep. For sure. Um, yeah. So. We watched the end of that and went back to the hotel up at Easton. And like I said, that that area has become they like increased the size of like that main mm-hmm. part of the mall there in Colum- Easton in Columbus by like a third. Like yeah. they added so much. Yeah, I don't know. it's like it's crazy. It's like they added like a nightlife section, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah. that was fun. Came back, got the kids, and after this show. You know, we're gonna have to watch the game with them. Yep. The what's what's going on now? The Bills, Bills, Dolphins. Yeah, and then later on is um, who is it? Later, we got we've got Giants, Vikings, and yeah, uh, Ravens, Bengals tonight. Now everybody's gonna listen to this after all these games are over. So I want your prediction on who's gonna win each of these games. Well, the Bills are up 14 nothing in the first quarter right now. Hey, you're cheating. <laughs> so, so, I'm going to go ahead and say the Bills, but I was pretty I was pretty uh heavy on the Bills anyway. I have uh I have a good bit of money out there on them. Um and then I would say I'm going to say the Vikings are going to take care of business and the Bengals win big. That was right. my prediction. You heard it here first on the Captain Hindsight podcast. <laughs> we'll see how if you. If I'm wrong, go ahead, go ahead and make fun of me. No, <laughs> Wouldn't be I, the I, first time. Well, my plan is if you keep being right, then we'll then we'll, you'll be a trusted source, and we can we can put your bets out uh, right before. Well, see know, the you, thing you about it is, even if I'm not a trusted source, even <laughs> even if some even if I'm bad, I'll be so bad. That I'll put my picks out there and everybody will fade them and then I'll they'll they'll win money and I'll just keep losing. I'm okay with it. Yeah. Well, do you see any Patriots out there this week? Yeah. Um, you know, we talked about the DeMar Hamlin situation last week. Uh, what a situation that was and all of the 
you know, it's scary, so scary. Um, but you know, there good things do come out of these types of situations. Um, so, uh, an update on Damar, he's out of the hospital. Um, he was able yeah. to go visit the team, um, you know, uh, kind of get them sparked up for the, uh, playoff game. So that was good to see him out walking around, uh, on his own power. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. Stuff there. Um, but my Patriot this week is Josh Allen. Um, he's the bills quarterback and, uh, he came out this week and said, uh, how that situation had affected him, um, and kind of shared his, his own spiritual thoughts. Um, so the quote from him was, uh, I'll be the first to admit, like, I haven't been the most devoted follower in my Christ follower in my life. Uh, I've had my different beliefs and thoughts and ideas and stuff like that, but something got a hold of me there. And it was extremely powerful that, you know, I couldn't deny it. Um, so to actually go into the media and make these comments um, about how this moment uh, moved him um, and, you know, made him see that God is real um, and made a believer out of him. Um, you know, this is something that people get crucified in the media um, for sharing their religious beliefs. It's kind of a big no-no because mm-hmm. uh, it, it divides people and it pushes people, um, you know, when you're trying to build that brand and build that following, um, you know, if people don't agree with your beliefs, they shun you, they will shun yeah. you if they don't, if they don't agree. Um, so for him to, for him to come out and say, um, so adamantly, yes, there is a God, I believe in him. I've seen him at work. Um, you know, that, that takes a lot of courage, you know, in the past, I think, I think somebody who's kind of paved the way for people mm-hmm. to talk about things like that. Um, like Tim Tebow, they used to, mm-hmm. he got a lot of criticism for mm-hmm. praying on the field. Um, yeah. there's been, there is others like I know high school coaches and there's a lot of, uh, national news stories and those, this was like, what, 10 years ago, mm-hmm. those guys started pushing back and they weren't afraid to, you know, practice their religion in the spotlight. Um, yeah. I don't think necessarily pushing anything, you know, but I think everybody yeah. deserves when they get their time and if they feel they want to thank their God or mm-hmm. anything, you know, I think they should be able to, I don't care what religion it is. Like, and you might agree with it and you might not, and you can just move on, you know, but yep. Yeah, it's good to see people stepping up and not not being afraid to express their beliefs and how they feel, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, my Patriot, I'm I guess I'm kind of taking the easy out. It's Martin Luther King Day. Yeah. I'm gonna say MLK, man. <laughs> yep. Stand up guy. Um, uh, you know, he pushed for civil rights in a, a re- respectable way. And he's mm-hmm. kind of paved the way for a lot of social justice things that were going on back then. And he made some changes in a, in a big way. He was a good role model and the way he brought change and the way he brought these issues to light. So, yeah, I don't know if you're working today or you, I know it's Sunday, but I'm trying to act like yeah. uh, it's Monday it's here. Yeah. Are you, are you working tomorrow? I'm not. Nope. Yeah. So maybe just take a moment to think about him and what he did. And we can all appreciate Martin Luther uh, King Jr. on uh, on this day that's been set aside for him. Yeah. One of the things I really respect about him was, uh, of course, he was before my time. So uh, best I can do is read history books and, uh, you know, speeches and videos and things like that. And <laughs> yeah, he was yeah. a very well-spoken guy. But his his big thing that he pushed for was, uh, you know, it was nonviolent uh, protest, right? He he wanted to uh, fill the jail cells uh, if he had to, you know, let them arrest us. We'll fill their jail cells, and then we we have so many people that they won't be able to put us all in jail at the same time if we all have the same message and uh, we go about it in a in a peaceful way. It's going to get a lot more attention um, than yeah, you know. Oh, act, this act, is just acting a fool. Uh, a bunch of crazy people that are, um, you know, rioting because they, uh, you know, they're yeah, not getting yeah. their way. Yeah. Um, I think, I think it was a very well, uh, spoken and well thought out 
uh, powerful, approach. powerful, very powerful approach. approach. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. It's easy to go out there and <laughs> run the streets and act a fool. And we've mm-hmm. seen in in the current uh, climate, we've seen people on uh, every from every whatever left, right. Everybody mm-hmm. goes out in the streets. They're up in arms and they're just acting a darn fool. Yep. Yeah, they're Burning not. businesses down, storming <laughs> the Capitol. It doesn't really matter. Yeah, where you're exactly. At. <laughs> yeah, those are the two extremes, right? And yeah, right. I mean, that's what we've seen lately. I haven't. I mean, the the most dignified protests I usually see are from like some a lot of union workers mm-hmm. um, when they like teachers. I've seen some strikes like that. Like they're not out mm-hmm. there acting a damn fool. They're out there like you know, looking like dignified people. I think that right. means a lot. Um, it does. It, it, it actually, gets a lot more, it gets a lot more respect and attention. Yeah. So MLK kind of paved the way yep. for uh, a, a way to make a real good, change. Yeah. A very good example of that. Yep. Um, well, I also for Patriot of the week, um, I kind of wanted to give our listeners an update on Peyton Hillis. I know he was your patriot last week. Last week. Um, it sounds like he needs more prayers. The only news update I've seen on him is he's off the ventilator, mm-hmm. but he has a long way to go still. Yeah. And being a week or maybe even is it more than a week removed from the accident? That's mm-hmm. that's just a sign that he's still got a good fight ahead of him. And uh I really hope, you know, he can we can have God's healing hands upon him. And um, I, I want you guys to keep him in your thoughts and prayers. Yep. Absolutely. All right. Um, I guess um, we'll move into the real talk for the week. Um, I wanted to talk about highs and lows and that's, um, I guess it's kind of a mental health thing when you, when you navigate, throughout life you're gonna have your up times you're gonna have your down times i i I mean everybody wishes i wish you could just be even keel you know through (laughs) your whole life but that's just not reality and that's not how things go and it's easy to get caught up in the lows you know when you're high (laughs) and doing great i mean just the way don't let yourself get too high Cause then that's going to yeah. make, <laughs> then you're going to go too far down. Like it's, it's, a, mm-hmm. it's le- really a vicious, it's kind of a vicious cycle and it really messes with your brain chemistry, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But when in the good times, I think you just need to be really thankful, you know, that things are going your way and um, in the lows, I mean, just, you just need to realize you're going through a losing season and if you just keep putting one foot in front of the other, you know, you're going to start going up. Yeah. It's temporary. Yeah. All these things are temporary. And yeah. what we need to seek is be- somewhere in the middle. I mean, yeah. that's uh, where we operate the best, but um, I don't know. I just wanted to bring that up for this week's yeah, I, real talk. I think, I think, you know, what I wanted to talk about on this subject was uh, the importance of having that, uh, structure around you and uh, that network of people that you share the highs with. Yeah. But they help you through the lows. Right. And being a part of somebody else's web and network. Um, it's just so important uh, that we lean on each other. When, when things go wrong, we have to be able to, uh, you know, reach out and get help and talk to people and work through our problems. But then when we're, when we're on those highs, it's so awesome just to, see your friends or your family or your kids or whoever succeed um it is and and to bring them along on when you succeed um it's 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 really that's what life is all about that's why we're here it is but i also like i want to point this out like when you see your friends or people you care about when you see them on that uptrend and maybe don't yeah. maybe don't be don't be like an asshole and this negative person or anything but try to maybe keep them keep them like <laughs> on the rails a little bit you know yeah um and the same thing with the lows like i think it's your job as i mean at anywhere you go i think you need to try to be a leader 
And, um, mm-hmm. you know, when you see somebody getting, you know, a little, because what happens when you have that high, you, you, you're up and then you just, you think you're going to stay up. Right. And yeah, you're going to yeah, seek that next do. one. Right. Yeah. Um, maybe just like if, if you see somebody get a huge win and then they, they start acting a little crazy, they might just <laughs> want another big win right away. Mm-hmm. You might be like, Hey man, uh, I don't know. Like <laughs> yeah. maybe you should just relish in that last <laughs> one and come back down to earth here after your, I mean, you can hit multiple wins in a row. And sure. I'm not going to say you can't, but. I mean, nobody's undefeated. Yeah. No, you can't stay up forever. <laughs> yep. Um, it's kind of like, um, reminds me of this podcast. I, I mean, really anything you do in life, like when you first start something, you're going to get that high. You're going to get that real mm-hmm. quick pop in your motivation sky high. Um, mm-hmm. everything's going right. Everyone's excited. Like our, listener numbers were through the roof right and then and then what happens you're gonna come down and then what are you gonna do when you get to the bottom like you're when you're down low and um things aren't going so well Mm -hmm. i mean you can just quit i mean a lot of people just quit it's Um, it's easy to quit quitting quitting is the easy thing right (laughs) but you never get in you stay low if you quit yeah so if you can battle through your lows um, they don't last forever either. Um, and then you're going to start to see it go back up. Okay. You, then you're going to hit another peak. Right. Um, mm-hmm. and then you're going to go back down. I mean, inevitably <laughs> it's gonna it's, it's, it's just like the stock market. Right. Yeah. And then, but if you keep working and you don't quit when you're in your lows, next time you go up, it's going to be a little bit higher. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you, you're going to come down again. Is you're going to trend like a darn positive stock market stock like your highs are going to keep getting higher and you're going to come back down maybe your lows won't be as low i mean maybe they will but um what you see if you don't quit in the lows you're going to see each time you hit a high it's going to steadily get higher if you stay the course and are doing the things that are going to produce a positive impact on whatever you're doing you just, I just want you guys to keep that in mind that you can't quit in those lows and life is not a straight path. Um, relish um, the highs and being in the middle, but don't um, freak out when you're going through a rough patch. It's kind of the message I wanted yeah. to share with you guys. I don't know if that made any sense, but... <laughs> <laughs> I think it did. <laughs> Oh, you got anything else on the highs and lows of life? And this can apply to anything, but yeah, yeah, I think it, you know, it's just, uh, like we talked about, enjoy it while it lasts, but you, but no, it's not going to last forever, right? Progress is not a straight line. I mean, everybody knows that, right? It's, but it's a roller coaster. I think, yeah, life is a roller coaster and just, don't fall victim to your highs or your lows is really the message. Um, yep. So we can move on from that. I think that's enough <laughs> for the real talk. <laughs> um, what'd you see uh, going around the horn this week? It, we're, we're hit current events part of the show. All right. My first current event, we've got uh, classified documents found in Joe Biden's garage and office. <laughs> Um, and these documents are from, um, back when he was vice president. Um, and they said they were stored in a box, um, sitting next to his Corvette in his garage. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So he's, he's taking some heat for that this week. Um, well, that was my Biden gaffe for this week. Can I just do that now? <laughs> oh, oh shit. I forgot that was your Biden gaffe. I had it listed him on. <laughs> it's okay. Hey, but it really is a top event, but. But I have a little uh, a little sound bite. So okay. as long as he lets me, this one was easy. It's a <laughs> gimme. Um, it's yeah. national. It's a big screw up, man. Well, I got the clip. Classified, classified material next to your Corvette. What were you thinking? Let me, uh, I'm going to get a chance to speak on all this, God willing, soon. But as I said earlier this week, 
People, and by the way, my Corvette's in a locked garage. Okay, so it's not like you're sitting out in the street. So but anyway, yes, as well as my Corvette. Um, <laughs> but as I said earlier this week, people know I take classified documents and classified materials seriously. <laughs> I love how he has to point out he has a Corvette <laughs> in that garage. <laughs> <laughs> yep, right like, beside my Corvette. <laughs> listen. There's a Corvette in there too, okay? <laughs> Not just classified documents, okay? <laughs> like, um, and the other thing that I think is really funny, it seems Joe Biden has found uh, the same message that Josh Allen has from the DeMar Hamlin thing. He's been talking about God a lot lately, ever since they found his mishandling of classified documents. I've seen multiple... Mm-hmm press conferences he's talking about god and this and that like man really joe <laughs> like right now is the time to start bringing god into things yeah <laughs> well i'm glad he's Crazy. found his way ah. i just think so what it's else did you kinda, see this week well i just want to keep talking about joe here you got me on oh, a ramp okay all right sorry <laughs> <laughs> well i don't know like how what is he looking at like an actual punishment for this or is this just already being swept under the rug? I don't know, man. Um, I think it's too early to tell. I mean, there was a, um, you know, basically an investigation started, uh, um, a probe started, uh, there's a committee looking into it, but, um, it's hard to tell who's on the committee and what they, you know, what their motives are and if they're actually going to look (laughs) at this or, really if it's even a big deal um i mean it seems like it is uh it seemed like a pretty big deal when uh you know when they were searching trump's house right yeah this is the Uh, same reason (laughs) they raided trump's mar-a-lago estate is because they thought that he might have classified documents in there and they were going to try to get him in trouble um yeah and i think they may have found some but they were locked away Mm. um i think I, I really don't know all the procedures. Were they, were they next? Were they next to his Corvette? Yeah, they're next to Trump's <laughs> Lambo. <laughs> Much better than a Corvette, no. um, <laughs> or his Bentley. <laughs> I don't know. Um, anyways, I, I I think Trumps were locked in a safe. I think they did end yeah. up finding some classified documents at Trump's estate, but they were locked away. I think. Biden's stuff was um, sitting, like he said, sitting in a box in his garage, yeah. which, I mean, no one's well, ever broken gra- in. The garage yeah. is locked, man. <laughs> yeah, they weren't out in the street. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. Um, I think there's different levels of classified mm-hmm. info, and maybe, I, I don't know, dude, um, but I know the nation's watching, and we saw what the, how they treated Trump. Um, I don't think we're going to see them raiding Joe Biden's home like they raided Trump's. Just probably you know, not. At this probably point, not. they sh- they should, right? Shouldn't they raid his right. estate for looking for other crap he's done wrong? That's not going to happen. Yep. Um, nope. It's it's crazy to see the hip- hypocrisy here. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know the FBI is kind of it's kind of gone gone left. Um, yeah, like if there's any moment for Joe's home to be raided, it'd be right now. But you know that's not going to happen. Just crazy. No, I don't know. I guess we'll wait and see. <laughs> yeah, just like they were really on Hunter's Hunter's ass there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not. <laughs> All right. Um, other things I saw. Um, I saw more uh, Putin cancer rumors yeah you said you already heard about this yeah i feel like we've been hearing rumors of him uh you know being really sick and on his deathbed for for a couple years now i feel like those stories were coming out when trump was still in office yeah so i don't know i I think he's been sick for a while and he's just kind of uh he's i don't know is he a robot at this point it's ukraine's intelligence chief uh, he's been in the news this week. He said he knows Putin is terminally ir- ill with cancer. 
and uh, the, yeah. the details are getting more specific and specific as time goes on. I'm seeing that, you know, this is Ukraine information coming out of Ukraine Ministry of Defense that he has pancreatic cancer and his death is intimate. And they, they think that's kind of why he, uh, you know, started this whole Ukraine thing, maybe because he's that he's living on borrowed time. I don't know. I just yeah. thought that I was mean, interesting. That- it's certainly possible. Um, we would never know if he was actually, you know, terminally ill. Uh, so I don't know. It's it's certainly possible, but it seems kind of reckless to put your country, you know, into a war <laughs> knowing that you're going to die any minute, right? Well, he just wanted to see that his wishes were going to be carried out, so he had to start it. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Most, most of the time... I feel like people in that position would kind of start to worry about their legacy and, you know, what, what the history books are going to say about him. And he kind of just made everybody, he made sure everybody hated him <laughs> right before he died. I don't know. It I seems, don't know. Se- seems odd, but okay. <laughs> well, hopefully he dies soon. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not, you're, you're a big Putin guy. <laughs> no. No, I'm not a Putin guy, but uh, just the just the thought of well, hopefully they die soon is uh, <laughs> kind of a morbid one, you know. <laughs> hey, well, you're the death guy on this show. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I don't know. The other thing I saw, I think uh, more government. It's been more set in stone that you know the the vaccine requirements being dropped uh, throughout the government. I saw a big statement from the army and I mean, everybody's beating the same drum that vaccine requirements are going to be dropped, uh, serving our nation. So isn't that something, I mean, to take such a hard stance on that vaccine, like they did. And then for them to backpedal on it, it's kind of, uh, kind of crazy. I just, that they would backtrack there, you know, I, I, I thought that. I don't know your thoughts on it. Yeah. Well, I mean, things change every day with the vaccine, right? And uh, there's a lot of news uh, coming out. And uh, I don't know. Th- things just keep on changing. And that's what that's what science does. And that's what this virus does is we learn more. Um, the direction that we should be heading um, yeah. can change. Now we have a chance to study it. Right. Um, yeah. you know, we were kind of in the we were kind of in the dark at first, and now here we are with a lot more information. A couple years down the road, uh, our way forward is clearer. And uh, yeah, I think this is a good move. Um, so I guess the question will be: uh, these people that were fired from their positions, there's a lot of that. back. Do they get back pay? My gosh, all that there's that. I I think. It really is opening up a huge can of worms for them. They're gonna have, there's mm-hmm. gonna be so many lawyers foaming at the mouth yep. <laughs> trying to oh, get. Yeah. I mean, you rightfully so, probably. I mean, I think the government's gonna have to reimburse a lot of people for really screwing That's, with their lives. Yeah. I, I'm surprised. I, I'm surprised they rolled it back. I'm surprised they went back. Mm-hmm. Is all yeah. I'm saying. I think that opens the door for them. I think it's them kind of admitting they might have been wrong, you know, um, which is, you know, possibly, I, you know, again, again, I think, I think things are, things are different now than what they were then. Um, so I think, I think there's maybe less risk now, um, in being unvaccinated than there was back then. Cause we kind of hit that herd immunity with, you know, we heard, uh, that the pandemic was finally ending this year. Right. That's what the doctors in Ohio said. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so, so I think I think it, it's starting to level off, but at the same time, um, it's spiking in China. <laughs> you know, Ew. or it, it it seems like we're like we might be heading right back into the same thing that we just came out of. So uh, hopefully not, but uh, yeah, I think I think the amount of information that we have on it now, um, it definitely gives us a little bit more light going forward. Yeah, I think, um, you know, I, this is just a conspiracy theory. <laughs> I need not, I need my tinfoil hat like on 
<laughs> stat. So whenever I yeah. start talking crazy, but I, I think still got one here for you. <laughs> oh, you you have yours on deck. Nice. Yeah, it's, I got it sitting right here by my on my desk. <laughs> I need one of those. Um, yeah, I I think these requirements were hurting their enrollment numbers. I really do. Oh, definitely. Oh, I'm sure. I'm certain. Of that. I think that's the only reason they would have repealed it. I mean, yeah. I think I think it had it had to have. I mean, there's people that yeah. have a, a pretty firm stance that they don't want the vaccine. I mean, that's just sure reality of the way things yeah. kind of panned out. I don't know if that's for, the for only... many for many different reasons. I'm sure that's a factor. I don't know if that's the driving force, but can't help. Uh, it, it can't help. You're right. <laughs> um, the other driving force is maybe this Ukraine war. We're getting more and more involved with. Um, sure. I don't, this is all speculation. I don't. I I just. <laughs> think that i'm just spewing yeah. bull crap out of my mouth right now <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what's new <laughs> <laughs> i don't know hey um the other thing i saw on the news which i don't know this is all speculation to me as well because i haven't been to the grocery store but i heard egg prices are up can you confirm egg prices this? are up <laughs> i believe egg prices are up yes can you confirm this this <laughs> all hearsay you been it's to confirmed. the store? Uh, I what? go to the store about every week. Yeah, you do. I don't. Yeah, I think. Uh, well, I didn't go this past week. Um, my wife went, but she's told me that a. I have to find it. I think it was a a dozen eggs were like six bucks. Something like yeah, that. that's up. I've seen some stuff. Um, even higher than that, like seven, eight bucks. Um, they used to be like what a dollar fifty. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. crazy. Egg prices have soared sixty percent this year. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think this is Biden's fault? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe the farmers didn't uh, vaccinate their chickens. Oh, <laughs> I did see uh, the chickens have gotten. There's a big, I think like 50 million birds got infected with the avian flu or something. That probably has something to do with it. It's probably helping kill off the chickens. Yeah, I mean, that's a lot. <laughs> um, but I was thinking maybe we should get some chicken farms going in here. My wife wasn't too crazy about that. Yeah. What, what are your <laughs> thoughts? Are you going to get a coop? I'm not, but I'll... Uh... I will definitely support you in your endeavors <laughs> to get a chicken farm in your house. <laughs> not in my house bro in the backyard in your, in your garage you gotta yeah, keep them it, warm you gotta keep them I could, warm i could have a chicken in the studio <laughs> there you go, anytime it, anytime it lays an egg i'll just i'll just i'll just down it right, right on air Ooh, maybe that's the problem uh all of these um bodybuilders and social media influencers are now eating raw eggs again they found out that liver king was a fraud Maybe away from his supplements and straight to <laughs> raw eggs. Maybe this is an the part of the Liver King effect. He has <laughs> ma convinced so many people across America to uh, consume the ancestral diet <laughs> and and eat eggs that there's now a shortage raw because eggs. of Liver King. <laughs> that's what. That's Did what you we'll see that? With. Did you see there was a. A video of him where he down like it was like 50 raw eggs 50 did you see that one yes no that's crazy one by that's one it's a lot of eggs it was disgusting it's like, dude it's like 30 dollars worth of eggs <laughs> that's what i'm saying liver king cash like he deserves it everything he did he was eating raw testicles liver organs raw he i swear it, it might have been more it might have been a hundred i'm not even kidding he's just downing them like a freaking savage oh um what what other crazy crap did he do like eating penises and oh my gosh like, he deserves every damn dime i don't care <laughs> It was crazy. So. Drinking blood. <laughs> My gosh, he's oh, so committed. I like I said, I'm just so sad to see that it's over now. Like oh well. <laughs> he's still doing it. Did you, oh the latest Liver King update is 
I was, do you follow Oliver King on social media? No, nope, <laughs> not me. So, well, he claims he was, went on like a five day fast where he was only drinking water and eating salt. Uh, which okay. he was posting this every day, posting his body weight. It like went down, then it went up. Anyways, he's pro- it's probably he's probably completely full of crap. <laughs> he probably didn't even do this, but he's claiming so- on his. What? Did he fast from his steroid regimen too? Yeah. Th- then he's like posting. Uh, <laughs> he'd post. <laughs> he'd post four day fast complete. And then he'd post ten days natty. <laughs> he'd post that in his yeah. story. <laughs> but I think he's uh, broken his fast. But he, you can't really believe anything he says. But he says no, he went on. He a never fight. could. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, he was never all could. about this fast. He went from. He went from devouring liver and organs every day to five day fast which gosh could you imagine doing that i've never tried the fasting thing have you yeah uh usually not more than a day though i've I've fasted for a day before where i didn't eat anything for an entire day but usually it's like 18 hours that i fast i do the intermittent fasting thing yeah i have not done that um Gosh, maybe I should. I don't know. Just sounds like you'd be really freaking hungry. Uh, sometimes, yeah. Once you get used to it, it's not as bad. What does that make you feel like? Like going a whole day uh, without eating? Pretty lethargic or what? Sometimes, yeah, yeah. When it when okay. it's when it's a busy day, when you're keeping busy and you haven't eaten anything, it can things can. Uh, irritate you a little bit. You get a little bit uh, weaker, <laughs> I guess. Primal. You're like, ah! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, maybe I should do it. I mean, here I am getting inspired Try by old, old LK again. <laughs> <laughs> the man. He's the man. Um, uh, did you have anything else you wanted to bring up? Current events, I got... Um, the Mexican cartel is at war. Um, so El Chapo's son got arrested and the cartel did not like that. Oh yeah. Um, I saw this. <laughs> so they're like burning down cities and blowing up buildings and just shooting people left and right because they, uh, they want their leader back. So they're like full blown all out war um, with Mexican government right now. Um, that's crazy El Chapo's son is uh, looking at life in prison I doubt they're going to let him go just because of this uh, you know terroristic environment that the cartel has created so yeah uh, I saw they've got thoughts and prayers with the Mexicans down there that sucks yeah they're in a sad state down there I mean the cartels controls a lot down there and um, it's really like their main you know, export is drugs. So <laughs> that's crazy, isn't it? To, and then we're the main consumers. So that's great. <laughs> um, yeah. It's, uh, it's not good. And, you know, uh, they have a lot of money. And you can see yeah. in these videos, they're attacking their government with military grade weapons. Like it's yeah. pretty nuts. Yeah. It I've is. seen some of those videos coming out of there. They're, they're pretty crazy. It's scary. Videos. It is scary. We might. I mean, I'll I'll repost some when um we get a chance. If you send me yeah. some crazy stuff, you see like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, not a good place to be. Yeah, you visited Mexico before, right? Yeah, uh, we went to an island off the coast of um, Cancun. So we flew into Cancun, took a taxi ride uh, over to the ferry, and we stayed on the island, and then. Yeah you know, and reverse back to the plane. Um, but the island that we stayed on, um, it was all tourists. They do nothing but tourism, right? Um, so there wasn't yeah. a lot of, you know, violence or anything like that. It was just the people that live on the island, they interact with tourists all day. That's all that's all their business is. Um, so it was it was very much not like Cancun even um Cancun is kind of run down it was 
you know, taking the, taking the taxi from the airport to the ferry was kind of disturbing. Um, it did not look like a nice place, Yeah, um, but the Island itself was really nice. <laughs> Count me <laughs> out. I mean, I know they have really yeah. good deals on all those trips though. I wonder why. <laughs> I, I yeah. I I mean I wouldn't I wouldn't hey, be doing any it's of that right now. Cheap flight, but you might get murdered. <laughs> yeah. Um. So now that the cartels pissed, um, I really don't think it'd be a good time to be traveling to Mexico personally. I mean, you can do whatever the heck yeah. you want, but <laughs> they might. What's their their second biggest like incomes? Probably tourism. And it's got to be. If the Mexican government's screwing with the cartel, then the cartel might want to screw with their little tourist fund too, mm-hmm. you know? Um, yeah. Well, so. well, they, uh, you know, there was a story a few months back about, uh, you know, this resort in Cancun um, just got shot up. A bunch of dudes on jet skis came up out of the ocean and just unloaded uh, all over, you know, killed a bunch of people. But they, it came out that, there was a cartel boss that was uh, like a rival cartel boss. Um, he was sitting on the beach um, and that's who, that was their target. They just don't care that they happen to hit, you know, tourists at the same time. Yeah. It's getting crazy. It is. Uh, the only other thing, did you see the, um, <laughs> the police, this was almost a, what the crap, but <laughs> yeah, we talked about it and decided to just bump it to current events because we both had it. Yeah, it's kind, <laughs> it, it kind of went viral. So, uh, yeah, it's a it's a wild was, story. So there was a uh, what, what state was this in? Tennessee, La, La, uh, Lavrange Police Department in Tennessee. Okay, five officers five officers have been fired. Three others suspended as a sex scandal rocks their Tennessee Police Department. Um, so. Six officers admitted. I mean, then the, the there's this viral picture. It's this girl. It's a female officer. She's mm-hmm. in her little police uniform. <laughs> She's looking at. She looks like this innocent girl. Um. Well, apparently they've um. Five police officers uh, admitted to having multiple sexual sexual encounters with her, both on and off the clock. Yep. Second shift. Megan Hall. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, if you want to look this up, if you guys want to look this one up, it's pretty interesting. Um, it I, is. Uh, <laughs> yeah. A lot, of, a lot of crazy stories coming out of that one. Um, Dude, cops is kind of, there's crazy stories coming. I've heard of crazy sex scandals coming out of police departments countless times. Oh, yeah. What's, oh, what's yeah, going sure. on here? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I guess that's just kind of the that's the kind of people I guess so, just sexual sexually charged uh, big sex drive. <laughs> I saw I so is her husband a cop? No. So so her husband is not a cop and she told all of these officers that she was sleeping with that they were in an open marriage. But the problem is that now the old open her, marriage her husband did not know that they were in an open marriage. <laughs> I don't. She forgot to tell him that. <laughs> oh my gosh! I don't know if I believe this. Like, you see some weird crap with you know people. Oh yeah. With the open marriage stuff. <sighs> Anyways, I, I I saw he made a public statement that he's standing by his wife. <laughs> well, that's nice of him. Uh, what a guy he must so i feel like he must he really like, love her because dude she is a <laughs> meme she is all over the internet people are just trashing her for this um yeah which I'm sure she- which my wife asked me about it this morning who is this girl and what's the story of course i told her the story and she uh she her comment was that uh if this was the guy that was sleeping with all the girls on the police force yeah then it wouldn't even be a story. And I said, oh, I don't know. It would probably be a no, story. You're but, not but you're not allowed to have sexual relations with other officers and stuff. It's pretty fast. Especially not on the clock. Especially yeah, not especially on clock. not on the clock. <laughs> but what I told her was that the the tone behind 
it would be way different. Everybody would be saying like, oh yeah, that guy's a stud. You know, what a beast. Whereas <laughs> the girl, it's like they're making jokes. Uh, so probably not, not fair for her, but uh, yeah, what a story. <laughs> I saw something like the first, it, it talked about their first sexual encounter was they were having a party. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's this article that really laid out like, <laughs> but few of the facts that were put out there, like the first time sexual encounter happened at a NFL watch party in the bathroom. <laughs> and then the next one happened yeah. on uh, one of the officers boat. <laughs> and, then, and then it just went, and then it went on to say like, um, she pulled oh, him yada, into the yada. bathroom and <laughs> she's like, Hey, come into the bathroom with me. <laughs> yeah, it, that, that article was pretty detailed. Did you see it? I saw one of them that was like that. Pretty detailed, yeah. Yeah. Pretty, if you get a chance. Yeah. What a story. <laughs> yeah, that was my last current event. Um, all right. That's all I got. On to what the crap. What the crap. Which that, that was our segue <laughs> into what the crap. Yeah. Speaking of what the crap. Um, yeah. I've got a... 47-year-old man from Ecuador. Uh, his name's Rene Salinas from, Ramos. From where? Ecuador? Ecuador. And okay. apparently, uh, he's going through a divorce, and he's got a couple young daughters. Um, and the uh, the laws in Ecuador, uh, according to the article, according to what he, you know, his whole argument is, um, the laws in Ecuador favor the mother in custody battles. It basically says the mother has to be, has to get custody of the kids. Right. Um, so yeah. he went and got his gender legally changed uh, on his driver's license and everything. Now says he is a female. Um, he says <laughs> that he's comfortable in his sexuality, but he, he now identifies as a mother um, just because he wants to, uh, you know, win this custody battle and get his girls back. He says that they're, you know, their mother's abusive and um, they're in an abusive relationship because of the way that the laws are written. And uh, so he's kind of making a point of it. He went and got his uh, gender, gender legally changed. Or is it sex? Oh, that's sex or gender. I think, I think it's se- sex. Well, he he didn't get any procedures or anything. He just got his license changed and all of <laughs> all of his identification. Um, now shows him as a female. Yeah. Um, so, so how's that playing out for him? A lot of, well, I don't know. They still have to go through the whole custody battle, I guess, but uh, huh. it seems seems to think it's going to work out. But now you have a bunch of, uh, you know, transgender activist rights group um, that are very upset by this, um, saying, how is it possible that this guy who's clearly a man uh, passed all the tests and um, was able to legally change his his gender. Like this, this is ridiculous. Um, he's just doing it to gain the system and all that. Um, so I don't know. Maybe some laws in Ecuador change. Uh, it'll it'll be interesting to see how that one plays out. But I thought that was kind of a crazy story. Got yeah, his, uh, his legal <laughs> gender change to win a custody battle. Well, we'll have to give an update on that sometime. Hey, my update is, dude, you know how I had a what the crap uh, out of Patriot, Ohio? Yeah. <laughs> With the Gall- <laughs> Gallia County, um, uh, yeah, the arsonist that fire was setting yeah. fire. Yeah, yeah. The dispatcher um, that was also setting the fires. <laughs> well, I've been getting calls almost daily out of Patriot, Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> do you think it's him i don't know well he you called you, answer, you have to answer him i i did answer a few times oh, okay. and um i said hello <laughs> <laughs> hello and it's just silence and then you know how sometimes when it's a scammer you try to call the number back and it doesn't ring mm-hmm. well this yeah. one rings like it's a phone number and they call me every day and then i would answer and i just get nothing and then i'd hang up and Next day, call again. Well, is it, now I, I is it the same the number? number now. Yeah, yeah, same number every time. Oh. <laughs> Dude, I think that's somebody that's I don't know whether it's uh the guy's family or if it's him or 
Um, yeah, maybe, they're looking. Maybe, they're looking for you. They're on your ass. They're gonna set my damn house on fire. <laughs> this is great. This is wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, you know he likes arson. <laughs> he might set your house on fire. <laughs> I don't got nothing against the guy. Let's put that out. <laughs> it's just a funny story. <laughs> I just reporting. He's just my what the crap. Yeah. Set all the fires you want. I know he's just trying to give the boys something to do. Now don't be setting my damn house on fire. <laughs> James Bartles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so my what the crap this week, it has to do with JP Morgan and Chase, the bank. Well, they bought a company earlier this year. It, the company's name is Frank. It's another SBF, Sam Bankman, Freed type millennial entrepreneur, right? Uh, they're selling everybody the moon and the stars, and they're just not, they don't seem to be following through very well. <laughs> I don't know yeah. what's going on. <laughs> so she sold, her name is Charlie Javis, um, and she sold her company to JP Morgan and Chase for $175 million. Um, nice. Well, now JP Morgan and Chase is suing Charlie Javis because she had 4 million fake accounts. Um, her company <laughs> is complete BS. <laughs> <laughs> she paid a professor $18,000 to fabricate these 4 million accounts and duped JP Morgan <laughs> and Chase. And it seems like they want their money back. <laughs> Pretty freaking scary, <laughs> and- dude. Maybe a little bit more. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. Maybe a little bit more. Um, <laughs> maybe. That's ballsy. I, I, hey, tip of the hat to them. That's ballsy. These, <laughs> to, these millennials. To fraud a company like that. Here's the thing it's a freaking bank, dude. Like, how would you feel <laughs> right. if that is your bank? I, I think, yeah. Is that your bank? Uh, yeah. We do have uh, my dude. credit cards. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> well, I have I a got credit, an account with them. I have a credit card with Chase. I mean, who pretty much who doesn't have a credit card with Chase? But that's Chase, not like yeah. where my my thank goodness if my paychecks were going into Chase Bank and they're <laughs> buying, they're paying a, a hundred seventy five million dollars to some <laughs> some Sam Bankman esque. This is the female version of Sam Bankman yeah. Freed, right? What did, <laughs> what did her company supposedly do? Uh, I don't know. Um. Apparently nothing. They that's do nothing. The whole, that's the thing. <laughs> uh, they were they were a student loan forgiveness type company. Maybe to I think they helped college students navigate paying for college. And she claimed they had four point three million um, uh, accounts. Or, yeah, I uh, accounts i guess yeah. i don't know how they were monetizing off of them i think they're helping them with the fafsa and maybe Probably. scholarships crap like that i mean i'm sure there's some obviously premise that money making premise but then she just inflated their numbers times four million and <laughs> and yeah it's just yeah. like freaking straight up fraud and chase bank like you really don't hey. think you're gonna get caught should we oh should we do that with our podcast and then start know. selling all these sponsorships and stuff? Oh, and then yeah. and then we can we can sell our podcast <laughs> to like Joe Rogan or something and <laughs> to to a big podcast network. <laughs> right. Yeah. Dude, why did you why just not? give away the best plan you've ever had in your whole life? <laughs> like well, seriously. We first we'll off we part. We'll cut that yeah, part. Yeah. Cut it. Cut it. Um, but dude, we could find this professor like, hey, can you fabricate like four million lit? You know how easy that would probably be? Oh, you know that there's you know there's podcasts that do it all the time. Yeah, uh, I'm definitely cutting this. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not, but seriously, how easy would it be for a podcast to fraud listen? I'm I'm giving all everybody our greatest idea ever. I mean I'm sure there's a bunch of people already doing it, making bank and just living, living on a a, a boat. Like, haha, my podcast is so popular. These fools believe it. <laughs> yeah, that's what Liver King does. Hey, stay off my boy Liver King. Come on. Um, so that's that what the crap. Get your money out of Chase Bank. No way. They don't even 
proper. So they figured out that these accounts were, um, so they bought the company and they figured out that the, uh, that most of the accounts were fake because they tried to send a mass email, like a promotional email out mm -hmm. chase did after they bought this company. And like, they all got kicked back. Like they were just like, <laughs> could not deliver. In yeah. 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 <laughs> Undeliverable. I don't even know. I've never tried to send an email to an email that's not real, but yeah. Yeah. So they, she paid that professor 18,000 and she made 175 million. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe that professor just a hell of a chase problem. like uh maybe yeah. he was like mad because he only got eight grand. He, yeah, that's and possible. She got a hundred and seventy-five million. Like, how would you feel? <laughs> it's ridiculous. Oh, there's there's emails and everything out. If you want to look that up, that's Chase Bank. Uh you could probably Google Chase Bank Fraud or yeah. Chase Bank Frank is the company. <laughs> Is the, the the name is funny because like they like used slow, they shut the site down now for that company but it's like to be frank like honest like straightforward honest. like that was their that the name is frank like oh, that's, man. that was their little play on words <laughs> yeah and then she's just a complete liar dude that is some good irony right there <laughs> i love irony <laughs> right oh my gosh yeah such a trusty name like frank it's like and then they'd say let's be frank about student loans is like yeah one of their catch line it's ridiculous um that's funny yeah so got anything on uh the sports waves we're gonna boogie on yeah. through the show here so the uh as we talked about last week, um, head coaching searches in the NFL. Um, we did have some more coaches get fired on Monday, uh, as expected. So the openings now in the league are the Colts, Texans, Broncos, Panthers, and Cardinals. And I want to wow. talk about the Cardinals. I Wait, talk I want to process Cardinals this. Colts, Broncos, okay. Colts, Broncos, Ooh, Texans. Yeah. So so we already we already knew the Colts. Uh, or the the Broncos and the Panthers had already fired their coach, and the Colts did too. Um, okay, this is all news it. to me, so I'm just trying to keep it. <laughs> those all those all happened during the season, um, and then the Texans and the Cardinals happened on Monday. Um, wow. So the Cardinals coach, uh, Cliff Kingsbury, he was uh, at Texas Tech. Yes, um, you know he's kind of an up and coming guy, right? So he so he got fired. Uh, he got fired. So. So he was he was the coach at Texas Tech. He had Patrick Mahomes there and went, you know, seven <laughs> yeah. six with Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> so <laughs> shockingly, he ended up getting fired by Texas Tech. Well, uh, he got mm. another job as an offensive coordinator uh, for the U or for USC, uh, another college coaching job as an offensive coordinator. But yeah. while before he could even start that, he didn't even have a, a month in yet. The Cardinals were like, hey, wait, don't take that job. Come be our head coach. NFL calls like, him okay. and says, come be a head coach. So this guy's okay. like ridden off the curtails of Patrick. Falling up. Yeah. yeah it's crazy. Um, so he gets fired. Um, and he decides that he is going to take a one-way ticket to Thailand. <laughs> he says, I'm, I am i don't want to coach next year. Don't call me. I'm taking Oh, my way. gosh. The Clark method. <laughs> <laughs> the Clark method. <laughs> oh, my god. So he's going to be spending the foreseeable future in Thailand. <laughs> he's so had he enough might, of football. <laughs> he might be done coaching football forever. <laughs> it's very possible, yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so yeah, I thought that was funny. I'm gonna have to make a reel out of that one and tag Clark in. <laughs> yeah, the Clark <laughs> method. <laughs> I never um, heard about the joys of Thailand much till I, I knew that guy. Yeah, he yeah. says it's a wild place. <laughs> yeah, uh, we still have to get him back on to talk about his uh, experiences there. <laughs> the Thailand episode, the whole episode. You said yeah. <laughs> the whole episode. <laughs> um, we will one day. Yeah. Uh, other news came out last night, actually. Um, Francis Ngannou, the UFC heavyweight champion. What, is he dead? Uh, has, nope, he's been released by the UFC. Okay. He, he was released gosh. from his contract. Um, wow. He says that, uh, well, he's been arguing with Dana, uh, with the UFC, I guess, in general, um, about the 
the pay that he gets. Um, he feels that he's underpaid and he could make more money elsewhere, you know, doing these um, Jake Paul, Paul type boxing fights. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exa- exactly. Exactly. Um, so he uh, he feels that he's underpaid. Well, Dana said in his press conference yesterday that uh, he was offered more money than any UFC heavyweight ever, more than Brock Lesnar got, more than, you know, anybody. Um yeah. And he still and he still says you know he doesn't want to do that. Dana says he wants to take the easy road. He doesn't want to take any risk with his career. Um, so he wants to fight lesser opponents for more money, uh, which makes sense. Um, so he, he's now a free agent. He can go fight whoever he wants for however much money he wants. Um, right. And because of that, Jake Paul has now offered him a, a two fight series: once in boxing and once in MMA. Are you serious? I swear. You freaking kidding me? Last night, yeah. <laughs> He's gonna um, fight Jake Paul. No, but he would. He would eat Jake Paul for fucking breakfast. Well, who's man. he gonna fight then? <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. We'll so the see. Paul brothers just maybe, gonna become maybe, the new maybe Tyson Fury. That'd be fun. Oh gosh, that would be fun. Um, so like basically the Paul brothers are just taking over boxing and MMA. Like everybody's just going to them. They're like they're like daddy and they feed the well, fighters now. No, I think I think Jake Paul wants to be that and he will anytime that there's a name out there, he will challenge him to a fight. I'm like, I'll fight you, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I'm calling out Jake Paul right now. I'll fight him. Hey, mate. It- Let's do it. I'll fight him. <laughs> or <done>. Logan. <laughs> I'll do it for cheap, too. Real cheap. Dirt cheap. <laughs> if you want to take on the True Patriot podcast host. Yeah. I'm you down. take one, I'll take the finger. other. See this? I got my <laughs> finger up. My finger is up. Serious. I'm serious. serious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, that's all I had for sports. Ah, I have some... Did you see the Georgia football player that got uh, killed in the car accident this week? That's my sports. That's yeah. sad. Um, that was that was last night, wasn't it? Yeah, last night um, yeah. in Athens, Georgia. Um, Devin Willick. Uh, I'm not sure if that if you say Willick or Willock. He's a big. I think he was a tackle. Big yeah, guy, he's an offensive lineman. Um, and a staff member. Uh, Chandler mm-hmm. LaCroix, I think he was only 24. Um, yeah. They were both killed, and um, I think others were injured in the accident. But gosh, how sad is that? Yeah. Uh, Very sad. Riding high. I think, they, I think they were getting ready to celebrate the, uh, you know, have their yeah, celebration probably, of the national championship on campus and everything. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, it sounds it's sad. unfortunate. Sounds like it so. happened early in the morning. They're probably mm-hmm. celebrating their national championship end of the season. Just yeah, they ran off. They ran off the road. Bad man. So very, very sad. Very I sad. feel feel bad for that program. You're trying to celebrate winning a national title, your second in a row, mm-hmm. and something like that happens. It's it just sucks. All right, you ready to put this show back on the rails and let us off into our week? Yep. If you are faithful in little things, you will be faithful in large ones. But if you are dishonest in little things, you won't be honest in greater responsibilities. Luke 16, 10. What do you think that means? Um, It means that if you take shortcuts in little things, then you'll take shortcuts in bigger things, and, that, and then you wouldn't know how to do it. Good job, buddy. There you have it. All right. That's a good message. That's a show. Freedom home.